Welcome to It's a Fit Life Creation Podcast with me, Katrina Julia. I'm a lifestyle entrepreneur and a transformation coach. Jumpstart transformation to time to transform, to boss brand, to money maker, to inspiring with influence and more. So let's create. And I lost over 55 pounds four years ago with the help of Herbalife Nutrition, Meal Bags, Team Edge, NASA, a certified public accountant. I've served in over eight industries, generating others over seven to nine figure results consistently while having my own money in chaos to create a life and a business I love. It's about the passion, the purpose, the people, and the profits to create a life and a business you love. Tune in to the stories and the journey as we create It's a Fit Life Creation. I am here with Hanny of the Global Wanderers. We first met via Activate and Bloglovin, which is an incredible influencer and blogger platform. She is married. She currently works a nine to five in sales. She is also a blogger, a travel blogger, an influencer, a content creator, a photographer a foodie and a fashionista and loves traveling the world. She's been traveling since the age of three and has a deep desire to also become a full-time entrepreneur. Welcome, Hanny. Hi. (laughs) So share with us, Hanny, anything else that's on your heart and what you would love someone meeting you for the first time to know about you. Okay. Uh, well, I, as you mentioned, I am a huge traveler. I'm a travel blogger. I love to travel and share and uh, share tips. And um, one of the things that I would want someone to know about me is that you'll never find another person who's as passionate about what I do um, with travel and with photography. That's awesome. I love that. And so if, if someone was tuning in for the first time and, you know, they're interested in travel blogging or they're interested in, you know, content creation and maybe they're brand new, or maybe like if you look back on your journey, say three years ago or five years ago, what's one thing you would tell them just like from the jump start? To never give up. Uh, one of the things that uh, made me want to dive into my travel blog is that I didn't give up. I kept traveling and I kept going for it. And that's something that I really, you know, I, I encourage everybody to go out there, explore, go travel. I, <laughs> Don't give up on your dreams. I love that. And I think so many times, you know, people get discouraged by quote-unquote reality, quote-unquote what's happening, quote-unquote what they think is possible for them, right? And going through that journey to persist and to never quit. So I love that that was your tip. Um, So how has your foundation and your family shaped you into who you are today? Well, um, so a little bit of about my family. Uh, My parents are Peruvian and I also have Uruguayan in my background as well. Uh, So from an early stage in my life, I was already traveling. I was already 
um, going to Peru to visit my grandparents. So I already knew another country that wasn't, you know, United States. And just growing up the way that I did, where I was constantly um, traveling, I feel that that brought a lot of independence um, in me because I had to learn a lot uh, while I was traveling. A lot of things happened to me while I was traveling. And it's just the things that you learn in another country, it really truly makes you appreciate where you live as well. And that really shaped me up into the person that I am today. I'm very independent. I'm very hardworking. I go for the goal. <laughs> wow. I love it. So, so many things I relate to, and I'm sure others will too. So one, um, the fact that, you know, you are, are you're already, you came into this world of a mixed culture. So a couple of things, you're, you know, half Peruvian, half Uruguayan, right? Yes. Then, and who knows what else? And then I relate to that because I'm half Polish and half Bulgarian. <laughs> then you talked about the independence, which I totally agree because, you know, travel reminds us like nothing else that we're never in control, like ever. Mm-hmm. And like you said, things come up and you adapt and resilience and flexibility and independence and then do you remember like back in the day that people could actually walk all the way to the gate with you? <laughs> yes. I miss I that. Do, I do remember that. I remember that, you know, when you're a young age, you have to, you know, have someone, one of your parents walk you to one of the flight attendants or someone who was going to take care of you and they put you on an airplane and now I they don't allow that. that anymore. And I'm like, I missed that. That was like the best part. Like, you know, hugging at the gate. Um, and then I love that you also talked about the appreciation mm-hmm. for culture, for where you live. And I think, and I know the more you travel, you, it's like this humility slash contentment slash the understanding and acceptance that, you know, not everyone does things one way, not everyone eats one way, not everyone has culture one way, traditions one way. And then what I really loved most of all is, um, and it reminded me of a conversation I had yesterday, is thinking about, you know, when you've grown up multicultural and you've traveled to all these different countries, it's like you don't fit in, you know, in like, I'm, I'm sure like, let's talk about this. Like, did you feel like you fit in Peru or in Uruguay? Or did you feel like growing up, you feel it fit into the United States or you really felt like you fit in nowhere, but everywhere at the same time? I think with me, it was nowhere, but everywhere <laughs> at the same time. And it was just mostly because of my upbringing. And then, you know, growing up in the United States, I I would speak Spanish in my household, but I was speaking English in school. So it was just very different. (laughs) And so it reminds me because I was talking to Christina and you might want to follow her of Buen Camino yesterday. She's going to be an upcoming episode too. And we connected via Perlu, which is another influencer network. And we talked about the same thing. Like she's from Greece But anyway, I felt the same way growing up. It's like at home, I would speak Polish or Bulgarian. Then we would travel to these different countries. And then in school, speak English or American. And then culturally, like, you know, and I'm sure you saw this growing up, that you're sometimes talking to people that have never left their city or their country. So it's a totally different mindset in the conversations or the awareness And same thing, like I realized more and more recently that I really didn't ever feel like I fit in anywhere, but at the same time I felt like, and still do, that I fit in everywhere with anyone. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it's like that acceptance and that truth. So I love that. Like it's a, you know, sometimes growing up you don't realize like it's hard, but then when you grow up you realize what a blessing it is to be able to relate to anyone anywhere. Mm Mm-hmm. Correct. So... And then I've also had that situation where when you meet the people that don't travel at all, you have, you have no idea what to tell them, what to say to them. You feel a little bit different because you've, you're well-traveled, you've been to places and they haven't. So it is a different mindset, like you said. No, and definitely, and to your point, what I've started to, like, when growing up, sometimes it would be weird or I would be frustrated, but what I've learned more 
is sometimes just to plant seeds to start to say, hey, you can still travel locally and you can like explore your city like a tourist. Or maybe instead of spending XYZ money on clothes or on this or that, what if you took a short weekend trip to, I don't know, to Puerto Rico or to Mexico to start because it still gets people out of their comfort zone, but it's not such a big stretch like to say right away, you know, unless the person's open to it, hey, why don't you take a week or two weeks long trip, I don't know, to Egypt or something, you know, and sometimes that's what it takes depending on the person. Yeah. So, um, so what are some of the hardest things you've overcome, Hanny? So I've been through different situations, but one of the most hard moment of my life uh, happened during college. Um, it was a really hard time. Um, you know, it, it wasn't just me always traveling, but it was just... Um, being in college, trying to get a degree. Um, at the time, I had a boyfriend, um, and we ended up breaking up. And it was a very hard moment for me because I had moved from Miami all the way to Orlando to be with him um, because we were thinking, you know, we're going to live together, we're going to move together, we're going to create something together. And we decided we're going to the same college. Well, it ended up, the breakup took a really bad turn for me. Um, I ended up being suspended from college, and that really affected everything that I had planned for my life. I've always been a planner. I've always had, you know, goals in my life. So I would tell myself, okay, this is what I'm doing. This is what's going to happen. And I would meet those goals. Uh, so when I got suspended from the one college that I really wanted to attend uh, from the beginning, um, it was, it, it really took a turn for me. It really made me realize that there was, you know, I really needed to work harder for this. Um, and I did. I actually did graduate from that university eventually. Um, but that was one of the hardest moments to overcome for me. Um, I love that you shared that. I know we've talked about that in the past. That, you know, whether it's, I mean, it's both, right? Whether men, whether women or men, like it's going through a, you know, a tough relationship or going through a situation where you've sacrificed and then you're in the midst of everything else, it can often, you know, depending on our foundations, depending on what we saw growing up, our mindset, it can really impact like how we handle things. But I think in the grand scheme of things, like you talked about, like you got back up, you didn't stay in that space, you didn't stay in that mindset, you didn't let that like keep you in a funk, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So I love that you talked about the resilience. Yes, it was, it was very tough to get out of that space. And I remember thinking, you know, I'm never gonna get out of this. But one day, I remember after, you know, getting over the breakup, after realizing where I was, what situation I was in, I realized that I needed to get out of that hole, I needed to get out of there. And I needed to go back into the university that I had chosen to be in. And I ended up, you know, graduating from there, which was a really great accomplishment. You know, it's very hard to overcome things, but once you do, it is the best feeling in the world. Absolutely. Because then you feel, it's almost like you've regained this confidence and this trust back in yourself mm -hmm. that you're capable of much more than you think. So, so with that in mind, how now you're married, you're full-time in sales. You started, you know, Instagramming, influencing, blogging, unboxing, traveling. You've recently completed our second month of Creation Club. I know when I reached out, I saw that you were doing like a finance program too. So how do you juggle it all? How do you do it with being a wife, a full-timer, side hustler, like all these things. 
I will say it is not the easiest thing. At first, I remember, you know, I've had the blog longer than I've had my husband. Um, <laughs> but I remember thinking that once I got married, it was it was going to be tough, you know, trying to juggle all the things that I usually do. And then, you know, adding another person into my life and you know, creating something here. And um, it's been it's been tough. But the good thing is that I have a very supportive husband. So he understands how much the blog means to me, how much it means to me to grow this and, you know, how much my brand is to me. Um, so that helps a lot. It also helps to keep organized with a planner. I carry planners all over the place. I don't just use my phone. I also use planners. Um, and if I don't, it it just it's gonna be very disorganized <laughs> <laughs> so many things on that so so time management is huge obviously yes <laughs> uh well one a supportive husband or a support network is huge because mm -hmm. i've seen stories and heard stories where the opposite is true and it can be very difficult for obvious reasons um, so that's amazing. So kudos to your husband. Uh, definitely let him know we shot him out on the episode. <laughs> if he doesn't listen, like tell him, hey, we, we talked about you. Um, then also the time management factor. And I'm exactly the same way. Like I've got a, like a vision planner. I have like a gratitude journal slash prayer journal. I've got uh, my calendar and then my backup calendar. Because it reinforces like the things in your mind to stay organized, right? And along those lines, like how do you prioritize, say in a day, in a week, in a month? So someone listening in that is maybe starting, you know, their brand or maybe in the middle of it all, like you are, or, you know, that hasn't become full-time yet and has that desire or maybe someone that's already full-time like me, like how would you like talk to them to say, you know, depending on again, whether they're starting or in the middle or where they are, like what would be one to three helpful things that you would tell them, you know, as far as priorities. And then also maybe someone that's married like you, like how do you prioritize in a day or in a week or in a month? Well, family is very important to me, so I always prioritize my family. Uh, but when it comes to my brand, that's also very important to me. So I always, every time that I have any type of free time, I always dedicate it to my brand. Uh, you know, if you have time to see watch Netflix, that's the best time to go ahead and work on your brand. Uh, working on the website, it's not an easy task. It's something that you have to work towards and planning um, day by day works you know sometimes you can plan monthly um, and what helps me a lot is that I'm able to automate a lot of the social media a lot of my posts um, being able to recreate from the stuff that I already have I love that because it's it's making those decisions right and those sacrifices to not watch Netflix or to not, you know, waste time or to not do things that are not in alignment with what you say you want and to prioritize. Like right now you're filming on your lunch break. Like, you know, it's like, <laughs> hey, do you want to do this or do you want to do that? Or, and I would imagine like your vacation time gets pulled very quickly right now, obviously. And then I love that you also talked about Netflix because like I love to watch inspirational movies. But I am, you know, constantly looking at your time, right? Because like on my end, it's like looking at, thinking about, okay, what's the time limit? Or when do I watch like one movie, right? Like it's like, wait, let me get all these th things done first and then let me reward myself with one movie or, yeah. you know, this class or this experience. So it's like that priority of what order is, you know, things that are important. But at the same time, realizing that you're going to make sacrifices, especially when you're building. Very true. So, mm -hmm. so along those lines, so you've been in now our second month with Creation Club, our monthly mastermind, the 12 themes in business for those, you know, tuning in for the first time or hearing about it for the first time with, you know, also a free 14 day challenge. So how has month one or month two or the health, wealth, and biz, you know, themes or the tools been helpful? 
when I first started the first month, uh, what I found helpful, like I, I remember thinking I I was overwhelmed with information. There was just so many tools and, you know, information that I could just use. And I just, I felt like, okay, where am I going to start first? I just, I want to start on everything. But I went step by step with the modules because it does go step by step. And I found it helpful that it's also very inspirational. Um, you know, as I've mentioned before um, to you, it feels like I am, you're there with me. It feels like we're having a chat. That's what the modules feel like. And it feels very inspirational. And it makes me want to get out there and start working on my stuff. It, it makes me not want to give up. And so, you know, doing the second month has been even more, like, information that I've been getting. And I know that um, I've been enjoying a lot of the, um, you know, I, I started using Plate Joy, uh, which was one of the tools. Um, and it's been great because it's made my life so much easier. And then I've also started using ClassPass, which I rave about it on Instagram a lot, just because there's so many classes that you can take. It's something different. You know, it's not going to the same place over and over again. And that's what I love about that. Um, there was a lot of tools uh, for, from Boss Brand that I just, I'm starting to use a lot of it. Um, and I find it very helpful too. Uh, there's also a part where you talk about about scale smart um and that really helped me a lot because with me it, it can be a little bit overwhelming with my content um so learning about how to automate how to use certain tools to help me create videos like within five minutes that's helped me so much awesome i love it so a couple of things that you hit on so for those again tuning in i mentioned that there's 12 different themes so Hanny hit on the jumpstart theme, which the jumpstart theme gives you a ton on health tools, money tools, business tools to really jumpstart your journey every time. And um, so Playjoy, interesting story about them. They actually reached out to us in back in 2015 or 16, the very, when we first started, like I first started putting things together, they're San Francisco based. Um, so I love that you're using the meal plans. I've definitely seen you post a lot about ClassPass. I discovered them, I want to say like 2014 or 15. And like, I love to lift, but I also love to do dance and I love to do yoga. And so it gave me that option. And I, I love that it gives people options for variety. So I love that you're enjoying it. How did you like also like the bonus packs with Herbalife Nutrition, like with Liftoff or like the shakes or any of that? Yes, that was amazing. So the first pack that I got was the cookies and cream uh, shakes. Oh my goodness. I So I'm very picky when it comes to shakes because a lot of the shakes taste very, um, it, it tastes like cardboard to me most of the time. But the ones from Herbalife were just wonderful. They actually taste like cookies and cream. And that's one of my favorite flavors. So um, I really did enjoy that one. And then the second pack uh, came with, it was a type of juice mix that I've been using at work. That so mix. I'm not, you know, overeating and I'm not snacking on different things. Yep, that um, And then I also got the sunscreen, which is amazing because it's, always hot in florida so i always need sunscreen so, so, <laughs> so i didn't even know that herbalife carried that product so that's very cool to see that they do no awesome so it's funny because we always like every month intentionally with uh, creation club like you're seeing there's different bonuses every time so like herbalife is a staple every single month in month one you experienced also exponential exposure like the press experience Month two is the tailwind course. So there's always like different surprises, so to speak. But mm -hmm. I love that you um, love cookies and cream. I also felt the same because cookies and cream used to be like, so when I was 55 pounds heavier, disclaimer, the average person on Herbalife loses a half a pound to a pound a week. And uh, when I used to be heavier, the, one of my staples and my cravings used to be cookies and cream ice cream. Like I would sit down legit once a month probably and eat a whole half gallon by myself. 
So when I discovered or Herbalife discovered me, I was like, I felt the same. I was like, oh my God, this is the first shake I've ever tasted that actually tastes like the real thing. Mm-hmm. And so you yeah, feel guilty when you're, it's healthy. And then I love that you also loved beverage mix. That was like my second favorite because it's so easy and it tastes like Kool-Aid. Yeah. And then does. we purposely, like we'll purposely pick in the packs things that we feel like relates to the person or to like the group of people. And so we knew you're a travel blogger. So, and I saw like you traveled to Chile and you traveled to all these places recently. So I'm like, okay, Hanny could use some sunscreen. And like, and it smells amazing. And this will expose her to something else different. So in our experiences, we're exposing you or anyone to see and experience different things, but also have the option if you or anyone ever wants to know more to attend a free event anywhere. Because you're right, like it's, yes, it's been around 35 years, like, like no different than other brands, but you didn't know about it or like you didn't realize it. And then mm-hmm. did you know about ClassPass before or no? I had heard about it. I just didn't really, I wasn't motivated to go ahead and try something until, you know, it was recommended here. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and try it. And it's the best thing ever. <laughs> I love it. And you, and obviously, like, you know, in your case, you you got it regardless. But then in our, in our kit, we also include like a $40 um, gift card basically to utilize it. So that's awesome. And then, and then alongside that as well, um, you talked about boss brands. So that one talks about business tools, about business insight as you continue. And then scaling smart is literally treating your, even if you have a side hustle, it's treating your brand already like a million dollar brand to scale Mm -hmm. it, to grow it, to get to that next level. So I love that you're using the tools. I love that they're helpful. I love that they're saving you time and repurposing your content. So that's awesome. Um, So how did you start at the Global Wanderers? Like what was the pivotal point around that? So I actually started it uh, just as a hobby. Um, I was working at the time with a host agency, which is mainly like a back office for travel agents. Um, So I was working in a lot of travel-related products, a lot of travel-related stuff. Uh, So I was always traveling a lot. Uh, Like almost every other week I was traveling. Um, So that's how that started. Uh, And it started under a different name, actually. It wasn't always the Global Wanderers. It was Travel Junkie at the time. Oh, wow. And and it was just a hobby, you know, at the time. And I decided I wanted to move forward with growing it into something more. I wanted it to be more of a business because, you know, I, I... started to notice how my readers and followers uh, were liking the content that I was throwing out there. And I didn't want to just make it into a hobby. I wanted to do something more with this because this is something that I'm passionate about. Uh, So I ended up changing the name uh, because one day I had gone to a conference and I went into this class which talked about trademarks. And I ended up realizing that Travel Junkie was unfortunately taken. Even though it was spelled a different way, it wasn't something that I could trademark. And I wanted something that was my own. I wanted something that not very many people had. So that's where the Global Wanderers started. I love it. So I love that you had this. So you had this history with travel where you were traveling since you were three. Mm-hmm. Then you had this experience because obviously that love of travel that you were working at an agency and you start to travel a ton and then you realize, and I love that you especially hit on that it was a passion and it is a passion. So it Mm -hmm. didn't feel like work and you wanted to expand it and grow it. And I would imagine like with your sales background, like you're utilizing that skill set all the time within your blogging and as you're growing your business and travel and influence and just everything. Yes. With everything. (laughs) 
and it is a passion it is a huge passion you know and that's i think that's why i even got into the whole travel agency where i wanted to work with travel but i realized that you know while i was there i felt that i always wanted to travel and i wasn't too happy just being in the office most of the time um so i that's why i decided i wanted to move on uh, from that I can definitely relate to that because I think back when I was in an office nine to five and not having the freedom to leave even in the middle of the day or not having the freedom to say, hey, this month I'm going to work here. This month I'm going to do that. Like that's part of, you know, I'm sure that's part of like your goals too that, you know, as you grow. Speaking of which, do you think, because you talked about Global Wanderers, do you think um, that your husband will end up traveling with you more and more and more? So my husband does travel with me. Um, it usually when I travel by myself, it's usually because I'm working on a project, um, and he can't always be traveling because of work as well. And my work's a little bit more flexible when it comes to my travels, which is really great. <laughs> no, but he does travel with me. It's I would say it's half and half. That's awesome, and that goes back to probably your independence that you like sometimes having the time alone to like be in your own flow, but then you also love to obviously have times where you're with him too. Yes, definitely. Um, so where do you want, so where is global wanderers now? Like, where is it today? So we've talked about kind of how it got started and where is it? Like, where do you feel like it is today? Like as far as growth, as far as collaborations, um, just where it's come, you know, from where it started to where Mm -hmm. it's come from, like some of the experiences you've had. Well, right now, it's like in the middle. It's, you know, stuck in the middle somewhere. And the reason I say that is because I know that I could do so much more with the Global Wanderers if I wasn't full time. And I know that a lot of people have been able to get out of that funk, which I will. I will. Um, But it's right now to the point, I've grown tremendously. It's to the point where I'm getting a lot of collaboration. Um, I am working with a lot of companies, people want to have me there, want me to be their brand ambassador, want want to work with me. And it's such a great feeling to be to that point. Uh, When I first started, I wasn't there yet. Uh, And then even two years after that, I still wasn't there yet. And then finally, you know, once I got out of that whole let's make this a hobby thing and make it into a business that's where i started to finally uh, get collaborations people started to realize oh hey there's someone called the global wanderers let's work with her people reach out to me um i reach out to them sometimes too uh but it's been overall great (laughs) i love that you talked about like the main thing i got from that too is you know it's taking steps, right? Like where you started. And initially, you know, it takes a lot of effort, a lot of work to get to launch, right? To get to a flow. Then I love when you talked about, especially what I think is really important for people to understand with entrepreneurship is when you made the decision to make it into a business that yes, it was still your passion, but you realize like that the same thing that you've done to get to where you are in your full time. And I definitely walk through that too, that that same mindset, that same accountability, that same push, that same effort, that same, uh, intention needed to happen to get it to that next level. And that's when things started to shift both in your own action, as well as in companies that started to come to you. Yes. So I think like it, I think it's like that curse sometimes of technology and Instagram and all these things are amazing on one side, like the instant access that it gives us, the connection, the community. But on the other side, it can bring up character issues of instant gratification that like I want this and I want it now because most of us are so conditioned to have things easy. Or most of us are conditioned that, oh, the company gives us an offer and then we go to work. But entrepreneurship works in the reverse. You've got to put in the effort and the hustle and show people what you can do on Instagram, on your blog, in online courses. You know, I'm no different. We're no different in collaborations, in community, showing the testimonials, 
before more people start to come, before you get profitable. It's you know, it's like the complete reverse. And sometimes you think, it's easy to think like, oh, something's wrong with me. Or I'm not doing something right. It's like, no, you've just been conditioned in the opposite way. Or like, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago, people saved money for a house first. They didn't have debt. You know, they didn't get a mortgage. And so versus now... Most people have a mortgage, you know, just things like that. It's a totally different mindset. So I love that you talked about that. So where do you want to take Global Wanders? Well, I want to take Global Wanders to the point where I'm not working full-time anymore. I want to be able to work full-time on my blog. I want to be able to show people more of travel and why I'm so passionate about it. I want people to know why, you know, it's okay to follow dreams. I want people to go ahead, be inspired by, by what I'm creating to follow their own dreams. And that's where I want to take that. I love it. So do you see yourself growing more with your own brand, like expanding your, your brand um, with whether it's your blog, whether it's your freebies, whether it's courses, maybe even doing trips? And or do you see yourself growing with brands or both? I actually do see myself um, expanding. I see my brand expanding and growing. Um, I actually had a friend, a travel blogger friend, who she just wrote a book. And I felt so inspired by what she was able to accomplish that I've been wanting to do this, the same thing. You know, I want to be able to write a book i have a book out there for people with tips and hacks and tricks on you know how to get the most out of your travel um i want to be able to create courses as well to teach people who aren't so savvy on instagram and you know on certain travel hacks as well i love that so a couple of things just to plant some seeds i was just looking at your travel resources guide so as an example you could literally take that content repurpose it into a blog, repurpose it into a book and do self-publishing on Amazon. And let me ask you, because you just gave me an idea because I'm always <laughs> adding content to our stuff. Would it be helpful to add into Boss Brand uh, basically 10 tips or here's a roadmap to publish your own book? That would actually be very helpful. You know, there's a lot of people that I know they want to, be able to write a book and they have no idea where to start. I'm still trying to figure out how am I going to start? <laughs> it's super simple. Um, so I don't know if you knew, um, I actually, I had other publications in the past with brands or like educational companies, but I actually just published my first two books on Amazon this year. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so immediately when you said that, because you know, like sometimes you don't realize, or we don't realize like the value that we have. So, when I have these interviews and different things, like you guys inspire me and give us ideas all the time to say, oh, like this would be helpful. This would be helpful. So the fact that you said the book, um, definitely. Then two, I would definitely encourage you, Hanny, and we can talk more because, I mean, you know, you've been in the mastermind or like with our course, how to create and mm -hmm. launch an online course in a week that you could inspire people with your travels you could inspire people with what you've done with social. I mean, there's so many things. And as you know, it's, it's it, depending on what you're doing, it can be hard or harder, or it just depends on what control you want to reach out to brands, to wait for income to be stable through brand collaborations versus creating your own course and owning your own community and doing your own launches like we just had Joycey, which is one of our, she's also been now in her fourth or fifth collaboration with us. She, oh, wow. She's a blogger and influencer from Brazil. And she just launched her own social media course. So you may want to definitely check her out. And nice. she already has over seven students in her course. Very nice. Yeah, I'll definitely check her out. Yeah, so she And she's amazing, super positive. So with that in mind as well, how does your mindset, so you touched on some of this, how does your mindset tie into all of this? 
Well, <laughs> um, I just, it's just a matter of being a hard worker, I think, about being passionate. Um, and that's pretty much it when it comes to me. Um, I just need the drive. I need something that motivates me uh, to to do all these things, you know, because it's so much that one has to do when you're blogging. You're not only blogging, you're also maybe doing the podcast, you're also doing social media, you're also doing collaborations. There's just so much to it. So you need to, you know, be driven and be passionate about what you're doing. I love that you talked about this at the beginning. You talked about how it can be overwhelming, right? Because you want to do everything all at once. I definitely relate. Like you see the vision and you're like, I want to do everything yesterday. But it's then stepping back and giving yourself the freedom to say, okay, wait a minute. This isn't going to all happen overnight. But it still, then it pulls you and drives you to keep going. So I would imagine with that, there's also days or times where you don't want to do something. But the vision pulls you. Yes. Being driven pulls me to my goals. Um, it takes me there. Uh, just being hardworking, it takes me there. I have to have that mindset that, hey, you're going to meet that goal. Absolutely love it. So with travel, what are – and I know from just personal experience, every trip, every country, everything is so different. Every vibe is so different. So with that kind of disclaimer to anyone listening, right? Like no, no place is better than the other, but what are your favorite trips or countries and why? Oh, I have two top favorites and one of them is Greece and the other one is Germany. Now Greece is absolutely one of my favorite places from the time that I stepped in Greece. I remember that, the people were really friendly. Everybody was just really friendly with me. And, you know, they were kind, they were nice. And it wasn't just the people, but the culture. And, you know, even going into restaurants, they were, there was music. And it was just, there was this very nice vibe to Greece. Even walking down the streets, you see all the people outside, you know, the sellers just greeting you. I've had such a great experience with Greece. Um, with Germany, it really does depend on the city for me. Um, I wasn't too fond of Frankfurt, but I do love Hamburg. Um, I've been there. I love it. There's so much to Germany that I, I just I can't explain if it's maybe the culture. I do love the food. I love the environment. I love seeing the castles. You know, there's just so much to learn um, when it comes to both of the countries. And there's just so much um, that I love about them. Awesome. So I've so let's talk about Greece. Where in Greece have you been? So I went to Athens. I did not get to go into any of the islands, unfortunately. But I did get to see the islands from far away. <laughs> so how long were you in Athens out of curiosity? Um, I believe it was about a week. I wasn't okay. there too long, okay. um, but just just being there for a week, I already I was already learning words. Like I was already picking up the language. <laughs> it's amazing. Like when you start to be, I always tell people, like, and I'm sure you're multilingual also. Like I speak four languages, but it's amazing when you go to a country, even if you don't speak the language, the cultural immersion. Like you start to pick things up. So similarly, I was in Egypt for a week back in 2003. And within okay. that week, same thing, I start picking things up. But back to Greece. So I haven't been to Athens yet. It's definitely on my list. I did get to experience, we took a cruise out of my parents and I after my brother's wedding out of Venice. And I got to experience Santorini for one day. And that's wonderful. It's wonderful, but it's also so hard because <laughs> I'm like, I'm still like, please, like I want to, like one of our goals for our retreats, the next coming, the next one's coming up is mm -hmm. um, Portugal. Like we've got Brazil, but then we've got Portugal and then uh, Greece because I, I'm like, I selfishly, I want to go back because it's such, I mean, you're sitting there and it feels like heaven on earth. And I definitely want to go to Athens for several reasons. So I can imagine 
that was an incredible experience. And one of my good friends, Silvana, is going with her, our friend Mirella coming up. And, and so I got to go for a day and see like the views of the Cyclad Islands, just like you saw like the views from, from uh, Athens. And then I got to go to Corfu for one day. Cause again, it was a stop on the cruise. So like, I love cruises cause you get to taste things, but then it's also like when you want to stay, you're like, no, I don't want to leave. <laughs> yes. I know the feeling. So yeah, definitely. And then Germany. So it's interesting that you picked Greece and then Germany because those are such different countries. They're like yes. how you talked about like the friendliness, then the climate, then the culture, which I definitely felt when I, you know, popped in for two days. And then Germany, I've also gotten to go to Frankfurt and it's so different, like the climate, the culture, the people, everything. And then I've gotten to go to uh, Munich which is also very different. Um, and then again, it just depends on in different towns and different villages. It's just a very different experience. It's a very different influence. It's, you know, very different heritage, but there's also a lot to do and experience as well. Yes, definitely. Uh, Germany is very different from Greece. Um, and that's why, you know, I always say these are my two favorite ones because they're different. And that's what I like about both of them. I like that with, you know, with Germany, I I can kind of see myself living there. I can. Interesting. Um, and it's just, I think it's mostly because of um, just how it is over there, you know. I haven't really bumped into rude people in Germany, um, which is nice. <laughs> um, and it's very—it's just different. I like the cleanliness too. There is—it's very clean. It's there, very so. clean. Yes, and it's funny <laughs> that you talked about also rude people because sometimes, like, I'll get questions about France or Germany. Like, oh, people will say, and it's interesting because it'll be often people that have never gone there. And, and they'll say, well, I heard people there are rude. And I'm like, one, there's people that are nice and people that are rude everywhere in the world. Exactly. One. Two, I'm like, I personally haven't experienced that. Or even if I do where someone's court or short, I just take it sometimes like, A, that could be the culture, that they don't mean that, like in a negative way, but that's just their culture. Mm -hmm. Or B... Um, I just always believe in being friendly or open or nice, you know, or see that person just might be having a bad day and you just caught them in a night, not necessarily great moment and don't let it spoil your thing. And then D I'm like, have you gone there? Like, where did you hear that people are rude there? Like, don't listen to what people say that are negative, you know, no different than a movie. For, go see the movie if you want to see it and like form your own opinion. Exactly. I've heard so much about people saying, "Oh, the people in France are rude." No. And I'm like, "Well, aren't there rude people everywhere?" Yeah, are there like if you walk to the grocery store right now, isn't there maybe a checker or, you know, a person or someone in line that is it so friendly? Like isn't that the same exactly. thing? And then not just that, but like I've gone to France now 3 times and like I've always experienced, you know, for the most part really really nice people. Mm -hmm. Same here. Same here. I've never had anybody rude. So no. It's usually very surprising to me when people bring that up. Absolutely. So speaking of travel, what are your tips for travel? Like, you know, like you've traveled since you were three, you know, I've traveled since, you know, I was in my mother's womb. So, so like, what are your tips for somebody maybe that either a has never traveled or even someone that's traveled extensively? So one of the things that I see over and over again that it just it drives me a little bit crazy um, is people um, exchanging their currency in airports. So the rates in airports it's it's very high compared to what you can get at a bank. If you go to the bank, they'll give you the uh, a more accurate um, exchange than what you would get at the airport. Airports overprice everything and they're going to charge you an arm and a leg to just exchange a few pennies here and there. Um, so I always recommend always go to the bank, you know, an ATM and exchange it there. Awesome. So I always say that too, because I never, like I learned from a very young age from my parents. 
And then I would sit there even when I was like, I remember nine, 10 years old traveling to Poland and I would sit there and like calculate like what it was in different places. Cause I love math. I've always loved numbers. And then I would also um, sit there and like figure out like what something cost in different countries versus what we were making in the United States and like the return on investment that we could make. Like I told, yeah. I remember I was telling my mom when I was like 10 years old, mom, you and dad should buy a home in Poland because it's so much less expensive and likely the economy is going to shift and you're going to make so much money in 10, 20, 30 years. Well, my parents at the time were afraid, but also part of it was they um, didn't have like the disposable income or cash at the time. And then later my mom would say, man, I wish we would have charged it on credit cards and bought the house and listened to you. <laughs> Cause like literally the wow. houses went up like 10 times in less than 10 years. Oh wow. So their investment would have been crazy. Like I remember the time, like you could buy a beautiful home in Warsaw, Poland, say for like $50,000. And literally like 10 years ago, that same home was worth like two to $5 million. Wow. Because again, the economy shifted, they entered in the Euro, like all these different things, you know, mm -hmm. into the European Union, etc. So yeah. speaking of travel or speaking of tips, what about your tips for entrepreneurship? You know, as you know, things you've learned up to this point, what would you give as far as tips for someone that is an entrepreneur or wants to be one? So I always talk about being a hard worker. Um, it's not so much about working hard. It's about working smart. You should always work smart. If you have the chance to automate your social media posts, do it, go for it. Don't do it manually. Um, you know, there's so many tools that we have now. We live in a world of technology, which is impressive from what it used to be back in the nineties. Um, so use that to your advantage, use any tool possible that you can to make this work for you. Uh, don't try to do everything manually cause you're going to go insane. <laughs> Absolutely. It's so love that you say that. One of the reasons why I love simplifying, you know, things. And then I love that you referenced back in the 90s because I remember even in 2002, 2003, graduating from college, nothing like what exists today existed. Like if Facebook wasn't even like on the horizon yet when I graduated, like the free access we have with social media, the abundance like to literally do your own commercials on social media every day for free, literally. Um, you know, connect with millions to billions of people, the technology that we have with digital marketing, with creating, you know, freebies, creating courses, all these different things, the, the simplicity of it all, if you pick the right tools, then also like, you know, what you're doing, like influencing, blogging, like those weren't even professions, those weren't even things like, and now people are earning part-time, full-time income, you know, things that are happening now with that, as well as like Herbalife Nutrition and other networking marketing companies, then like the time location, the time freedom, the location freedom, the financial freedom, access and possibilities that exists now with focus, with hard work, with determination, with all those things, and expanding your mind into, you know, what's possible and having the gratitude for what exists, but also, like you said, working smart mm -hmm. and not manual and then leveraging all these things, leveraging this global economy, people and freelancers that can help you with things like Fiverr and other things mm -hmm. is amazing. So love that. So anything else that you would love to share with someone tuning in, Hanny? Um, well, I would like to share that, you know, the Creation Club has been amazing. Uh, it's been a great opportunity. It's been something that I do recommend to people, you know, and it's because there's so many tools, there's so much that one can learn, you know, we're always constantly learning. And there's so many tools that we don't know about. There was so many tools that you recommended that I was like, wait, I don't remember <laughs> these. <laughs> Let me go check them out. And it, you know, I recommend it to people who want to start making a difference when it comes to their business, their health, their wealth. If you want to, 
you know, get somewhere, this is a great place to start. Oh, thank you. I didn't expect you to say that. I expected you to give some other tips or something. Thank you so, so much. That's so awesome. Like, uh, like anyone listening in, like I, I never, like I give the structure, but I let people have the freedom to talk about what they want, which I'm sure if you've listened, you, you get that. Um, wow. Thank you so, so much. That means so much. And then to your point, like I always believe, and I believe this from a young age, that sharing is caring. Like I believe, you know, as I learn and we learn and anyone learns, like the more you give away, that the more comes back to you exponentially, especially when you give simply to give, you know, out of passion, out of purpose. And, you know, and just ultimately, I also believe like our creator is a giver or whatever you believe or anyone believes, you know, it, giving in gratitude is like the breath of life and the flow of life. And, you know, even now, like I'm right now making a list of like all these new tools that I've learned about since like the first 90 days of the filming of Creation Club. Like my brain is like exploding. Like even when you said um, about the book writing, I'm like, oh, note to self. That's like another thing. And then like all these influencer platforms, like that's, I'm like all these tools, both for influencers to be on but also brands to know about and teaching brands how to scale and create, you know, platforms and long-term and all these things. Like you said, it's, there's this abundance of stuff out there and then it's like giving people insight and information and access to it and then letting them or you choose like what works for you to create a life and a business you love. So thank you. Thank you so much. And then also learning from you. Like I, you know, always learn from you. I always learn from like others. Like that was one of the things that drew me to you when I saw you on Activate. Then I looked at your platform. I was like, wow, like your aesthetic, your flow, your messaging on Instagram, your blog. Like you can definitely see and feel like the passion, the purpose, the excellence. And it's funny because I remember I asked you like, Annie, the first time we talked, are you full time? Because when I thought, when I looked at your Instagram, I thought you were full time. Mm -hmm. But then you were like, no, like I work a nine to five. And then I had so much even more respect because I realized like, wow, you're still putting in this drive and this excellence. And I noticed you recently changed your bio on Instagram to update that. Yes. <laughs> so I think it is very important to kind of change up the bio because our lives are constantly changing and something that I wanted to add there was you know that I still work a nine to five because I want people to know that hey even though I'm always like traveling I still do the nine to five because I know that people can relate to that I know that there's so many people out there that they're working a nine to five and they're like I don't have time for anything you do have time. You just have to get out there and accomplish what you want to accomplish. I love that. You have to make the time, basically. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And then, no, totally agree. I'm constantly shifting. I've probably changed my bio at least 10 to 15 times. And then really looking at just the intention behind it. Like now it's super simple because mainly the intention is for people to create, you know, life and business they love and to be an inspiration for that and to pull people into the community no different than like what inspired you to create and grow. And so definitely love that you updated to say, hey, this is where you are now. And you want to inspire people that it's possible for them no matter where they are in their circumstances. Mm -hmm. So speaking of which, where can they find you? So they can find me on theglobalwanderers.com. Um, also Instagram at theglobalwanderers. Uh, Twitter would be Global Wanderers without the the. <laughs> and then Facebook, the Global Wanderers as well. Absolutely. Love it. Thank you so, so much for being here, Hanny. Always a Thank pleasure you for to tuning talk. in with me on It's a Fit Life Creation podcast. If you haven't already, head on over to our fitlifecreation.com website, follow us on all our social channels and explore our freebies library. You'll find freebies on health, freebies on wealth, freebies on biz, and all in one. Explore
floor at our experiences, events, Influencers, we help the community and influencers get healthy, make money, and build brands. To create a life and a business you love.